Ah, it's about time you showed up. (laughs) Have you ever heard that in your life? However, this is a podcast you can never be late for or early. And you're always welcome. And it's always open. There are no clocks here or artificial made-up time. Only the present moment, as always. My friends, where are you at? And what time is it? Well, if you know the answer, shout it out loud. You're right here, and it's right now. Today, as always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host and producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, how often do we talk about time traveling? Oh, so often with this show. Indeed. And once again, could you tell me your definition of time traveling? It's putting your mind everywhere except for where you are right here and right now. Indeed. So, and once again, you may be getting tired of this. However, for the new listeners, for the people out there who have just become acquainted, who for people out there who want to impact our life, who want to fish without bait, we're going to do our time traveling exercise again to help our listeners to be right here and be right now. So I'm going to ask everyone out there once again to sit in the moment, close your eyes, not while you're driving. Please raise your left arm and imagine that that's the past. You've time traveled to the past and normally when you're in that past, you're living in resentment or you're living in frustration, you're living in anger, you're living in remorse, you're living in self-pity, you're living in things I wish I would have done or things I wish I would not have done. How often do you go to that past? It's a tar pit and we bring that pain of that past into the present with us. And when we hold up our right arm and we call that the future, and when we're living in the future, we're living in anxiety and worry. And underlying all that is one of our most favorite obstacles, our enemy, and that is fear. So what we do by working together, by fishing without bait, by living a life of full impact mindfulness, we turn that past into experience and wisdom. We turn that future into goals and ambitions by action and effort in the present. And I'm going to ask everyone to put their hands in the middle of their chest. And what organ of your body are your hands near? And it's your heart. And I'm going to ask you, is your heart beating in the past? Is it beating in the future? It's beating right now. So for the rest of this podcast, for the rest of your life, could you live for where your heart is? Mike, can you tell me some of the substances, some of the common substances that people abuse? Well, alcohol, cigarettes, heroin, to take a deep dive there. Sure. So, Mike, of all the substances on earth that people abuse, probably the worst one is time. Mike, can you remember our time is currency talk? Absolutely. Mike, if someone would come up to you and say, what's this time as currency business? Well, what would you say to them? Well, I would say that your bank is only so full of your time currency and you're spending it every day. And how are you spending that? Sure. So when we when we talk about that, what we do is we ask people to use real life terms. And again, I'm going to ask you, you work hard for your money, do you not, Mike? Absolutely. Sure. So would you walk down the street throwing $20 bills on the ground? No way. No. So let me ask you then, how do some people use the concept of killing time or wasting time? I think people don't value that time. What we're asking people to do is be mindful of their time. And when you're performing some type of activity, when you're having a thought, when you're having some type of behavior, you're spending spending your time like currency. When you're going to make a major purchase, say let's say like a television, would you say, okay, let's go to Best Buy and you buy the first TV you see? No, I would go look online, look up different prices, see if I can buy the, find the best, the best deal. So you it. do some research. Absolutely. Would you look at the reviews? 
sometimes depending on the product. Would you would you maybe ask some uh, friends who maybe already have one? Absolutely. What they what they think about it? Would you look for the best price? Definitely. And you look for the best price for what reason? Why pay more? I sound like an ad. Why pay more? Why pay more? Because you only have so much currency, do you not? Right. You do not have an unlimited well of wealth. Not no. yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. That may be that may be in the future. So, however, do you have an unlimited well of time, Mike? No, we don't. No, we do not. If we're mindful and use our time as currency, I believe that you'll make much, much more wise mind choices in your life. What are the, some of the things that people talk about time? Time is money. Time is of the essence. Time flies. However, one of the most common statements that people have in today's world is, I don't have enough time. Time. How often do you say that, Mike? Oh, I feel it all the time. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you ever feel under pressure? Absolutely. Sure. And what I'm going to do is ask the listeners for the remainder of this podcast, and hopefully for the remainder of their physical existence, to reset their time to the title of, as our friend Lama Suradasa's book says, Buddha Standard Time. Buddha Standard Time, which of course is the present moment. Mike, what would you call natural time? Time that doesn't speed up or slow down. Sure. Let me ask you, is there a clock in the forest? No, there isn't. What we deal with now in our lives is artificial. It's made up. It's made up. How do we reset ourselves? Do we reset ourselves ever? That's when we breathe and zen and clear our minds. When we breathe and clear our minds. And when we slow down, Mike, time slows down. So what are some of the modern conveniences that every kitchen has to have? A clock, a timer. So what are one of the things, that, what are some of the appliances that people purchase that try to make their lives a little easier? In a kitchen to cook food. A microwave. A microwave, sure. Mike, have you ever considered the fact that we live in a microwave world? Absolutely. So if you had a choice, Mike, between a slow-cooked meal and a microwaved meal, what, what would you choose? Which one tastes better? Yeah. Of course. So one of the things, and perhaps I'm dating myself a little bit now, is TV dinners. So what were TV dinners made for? For people that didn't have time. Didn't have time. We have to eat in a rush. What do most fast food places have? You don't even have to get out of your car, do you? Nope. drive throughs drive through. The gas station has it now. Really? If you're in an area that has it. Okay. So you can you can drive. You don't even have to get out of your car. You can, nope. you can eat on the run. Okay. And we're going to reintroduce our concept of, again, the Latin term, which is festina lente, which is called make haste slowly. Well, to do that, well, we are going to reintroduce the concept of one thing mindfully at a time, which is one of the concepts of Marsha's Linehan's breakthrough dialectical behavioral therapy. When you talk about one thing mindfully at a time, Mike, what do you conceptualize? One project at a time, one thing at a time, one problem at a time, one thought at a time. Mm-hmm. So quite often, Mike, one of the attributes that people most seem to most value in this world is multitasking. Do you think you're a multitasker, Mike? The number of monitors in front of me say yes. Do you feel that you have to be a multitasker and to survive in this world, this microwave world? Sometimes it does 
because it feels like that's what I need to keep up. So really and truly, Mike, and be honest with me, how many things can you do really well at once? Really mostly one. Of course. And there's certain things that I do where certain tasks where I'm like, no, I do need to shut off and do this task. And I'm very aware of that. And of course, this is, again, is paying attention on purpose and dealing with what's right in front of you. So the deal is, is, well, how do we how do we remove ourselves from that microarray world? How do we practice ourselves? One of the things that I'm going to ask people to introduce into their lives at least a couple times a day is to completely stop, completely stop and be in the moment and do one thing mindfully at a time. And let's start off with something real simple. Mike, let's start off with brushing your teeth. When we get up in the morning, what what is on our mind? The day ahead of us. So we're rushing to start our day. Absolutely. So how often do some people during the day forget even whether they brush their teeth or not? I try to remember if I washed all the soap out of my hair. Or put on deodorant. Or how often have you ever walked out of your house and forgotten to put a belt on? Or to have your or to have your phone with you, or to have anything that you believe that you needed to have then that day. For people out there who have the need to take medication, how often do you forget whether you've taken it or not? That happens quite frequently. So the idea is let's start to practice doing one thing mindfully at a time. And let's start off by brushing your teeth. Seems kind of foolish, doesn't it? However, what I'd like you to do is when you brush your teeth, to close your eyes. Like when you brush your teeth, do you close your eyes? Not usually, unless I'm still super tired. Still super tired. So let's do this. I would like everyone out there to do this simple exercise. When you put your toothpaste on your toothbrush, most people do it in front of a mirror. Do they not, Mike? Yeah. Brush your teeth in front of a mirror? Sure. So what I'd like everyone out there to do is to close their eyes. And I would like them to put their hand on their toothbrush and I would like you to feel the toothbrush on your fingers. Feel the touch. Rub your hands up and down on it. Feel that you actually are holding that in your hands. And most toothpastes have some type of uh, aroma. Do they not some type of fragrance, Mike? Definitely. I'd like you to smell the aroma, smell the fragrance of that toothpaste. Savor it for a moment. Sip it. Sip that aroma. Sip that fragrance. And then when you put it in your mouth, I would like you to feel the bristles as they go over your teeth, over your gums. Feel them. Concentrate on the sensations. And also, I would like you to taste. Taste the toothpaste. Imagine what it's like. Try to describe what type of a taste it has. When your hands move, feel the toothpaste. Feel it go over your mouth. Feel the bristles. Be alive. Be there. One thing mindfully at a time. At least once a day when you eat. I'm challenging everyone out there to sit down and close their eyes. Mike, and we've often discussed before, when you see wine tasters, or when you have people who are judging culinary contests, when they taste something, what do they often do? They sniff it first. They sniff it, they get the aroma, and to really concentrate their senses, they... Close their eyes. They close their eyes, do they not? To do one thing mindfully at a time. So when you have all your senses activated, you're getting bombarded with all types of sight, sounds, and images. So pay attention on purpose. Watch when a wine taster tastes the wine. They close their eyes. They want to do one thing mindfully at a time. So I'm going to ask people out there the next time that they eat to actually sit down, close their eyes, put the food in their mouth, feel the texture, smell the aroma, have some actual sensation, roll it over your tongue. 
How often do you eat, Mike, and never and never really remember what you've eaten? Remember our microwave world, Mike? How we want to get things done so quickly? It does become the uh, fact that we eat out because, especially in our fast-paced, trying-to-build-a-business world my wife and I are in right now, it's, okay, we need to get something to eat. And it's a struggle between we want to go get something to eat because we know we can sit down and enjoy it and not have to worry about anything. Or it's we just don't have time. Let's just get something because we have to because if we don't right now, we're not going to tonight because of what's coming up, you know. And when we slow down, time slows down. Absolutely. How often do people want to rush through life or they want to rush through a grocery store line. When you're in a grocery store line and you see somebody, sometimes it's an older person, they stop and they want to write a check. And when they pull a checkbook out of their either purse or out of their out of their pants, what do you hear from the people in the line? A lineup of groans. A, an audible groan from everyone out there. And how long does it actually take them to write that check, really and truly? Not that much, especially when compared to these new trip cards that we have to use. So what's Sometimes what I will do, and I'll turn around and I'll say to the people behind me, perhaps if you were in that much of a hurry, you might have came earlier. Would you like to arrive a little earlier to your life, Mike? Your wife's been waiting for you. Oh, my life. Okay, your, let's skip that one. <laughs> you think your life's been waiting for you. And again, it has. Your life's been waiting for you. Remember the old saying, time waits for no man and no man waits for time? Well, the idea is in full impact mindfulness is that we're in every moment. We're living one day, one moment mindfully, one moment mindfully at a time. If you can't wait an hour, can you wait half an hour? If you can't wait half an hour, can you wait a minute? If you can't wait a minute, can you wait a second? Children really have no concept of time, do they, Mike? No, absolutely not. Just the moment and how they feel right at that moment. They're in that moment. So a child has, a four-year-old child, a three-year-old child has no concept of a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years, a decade, do they? Do they? Hence that sleep schedule. <laughs> so the idea is most children are right here and they're right now. So my challenge to everyone out there is to view your time as currency. Don't make your time one of the substances that you abuse. Use it as one of your most precious assets. It's currency. Please choose how to spend it wisely. And as always, my hope is that you'll view these podcasts as a way to invest your time, to spend your currency wisely, to learn how to fish without bait, to have a life without definitive expectations, a life of wonder and joy, fully impact your life, to grow those butterfly wings, to live in your life every single moment, spending that time spending that currency wisely fully participating and again to do kindnesses for another to do a kindness for yourself please forgive yourself and please forgive your enemies until then namaste please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast if you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait Click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, D.C.